in my eyes, without a doubt, one of the very best racetracks in the world. I agree 100%. And there's a guy that could really get it done, Hamlin, coming in. I, I, I like him. And he missed it. Road. Yeah, missed well, it. Road. Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, kid. Joe Gibbs Racing has been close to perfect recently. They have been so strong as a team. Yeah, then there's that bridesmaid. Yes. This keeps getting second every time you <laughs> turn around. We talk about how difficult this good road is there. Can you see Denny Hamlin practicing it? The cone's coming up. The cone's right there to the left. You saw him get loose. And at some point, Jeff, you have to just accept that you've missed it. Get off the brakes. Don't spin the car out. That's wise to be practicing because he's going to – he's actually getting up to speed and getting another run at it. He's not going to quit. And that, that's – that. you just said it. That's wise to do it. Let's do it now. Let's, let's hit pit road hard. Let's find out how what is too hard. No penalty for today's mistake. Learn what you can do. This is so important because even though this racetrack is very difficult – we see green flag stops here. It's not unusual to see green flag stops. So taking advantage of the entrance to pit road, knowing how hard you can get in without making a mistake, that's preparation. That's what Denny Hamlin is doing. That's how you win races. Do all the little things right. You sound like Floyd. <laughs> Throw it in hard enough so you know where it's going to come out. And there you go. He'll get happy. You know, we saw Denny Hamlin practice getting onto pit road. Well, he may need some practice. If you flash back to a year ago, this is what happened with Denny trying to get onto pit road during the race. Didn't make it. So he probably has decided, I need to make sure I know exactly where I have to be to make sure that mistake doesn't happen again. Learn from your mistakes. Don't let them happen again. in that mellow yellow 42. I'm just shocked he hasn't won something this year. I was pretty darn certain that there was one in there for him. And it keeps coming close, and then it just fades away. So you, you've done this longer than all of us. <laughs> Stop. The, the, <laughs> that, was, that was a polite way. Well, it was. It, well, uh, you've had done it longer. That's a good thing. So is, is the sophomore jinx real? Is it, uh, is it unusual to see a guy in his second year struggle? You know, I, I never bought into any of that. It, it, I mean, it's a good team. Everything about it works, and it just hasn't. The, the cards have been falling their way. You know, got no when to hold them, no when to fold them, when to collect the money, and it, it hasn't come together just yet for him. But he certainly is a potential for Sunday, seven o'clock Sunday night. And he needs to win. He's a driver that has to get win if he wants to get Desperate. chased. So. He's outside that chase bubble. And there's Hendrick's teammates. Yep. Jeff Bodine and Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> and, and look at that paint job on the 48. Does that take you back, Rick? Well, not as far back as I'm sure it might take you. Oh, stop it. Now, <laughs> yeah, look, I was nice. That was, that, that was nice. You put that I'm, I'm glad that I'm over with the Jerry team. Because you, you put the ball up on a tee for me on that one, Ken. <laughs> I mean, you talk about the 48, though, and the wins he does have. Wow, that's great, and they can't take those away. They're part of your resume. This is a company in Hedge Motorsports. You see right here their best car, currently 12th in practice. But, but I don't want to call them bad because they're not been running bad. Right. But when you set the mark as high as that company has set the mark over not just the last year, but say the last decade, decade and a half, I think they're disappointed with their performance this summer. So you got to wonder, what are they holding back for the chase? Is this 48 really going to turn it on once again when it comes to chase time? Right, and this is a milestone racetrack for Hendrick because – if you remember back to the 200th win for Rick Hendrick and his organization, it came at the hands 
of Jimmy Johnson right here at this racetrack back in 2012. Win number 200. And, and when we talk about that for an organization, there are very few you can put into that same category. And I now know what it must feel like for a hitter to be at the edge of the milestone because, Tim, we never thought 200 would come. We got there to 199, and then they got the fancy hats we're going to put on the truck. And everything because you want to take right. a moment to Absolutely. appreciate it. Well, those were jinx because when those hats got put on the haulers, we couldn't spell victory lane more or less fine. Finally, Jimmy broke through and got that company back to victory lane, and it really helped us how to move forward. Fourteen wins, most of any team. And we mentioned seven of those coming at the hands of Jeff Gordon. Seven of the last 15 races, Hendrick Motorsports has won. Of course, we just saw that 200th win for their team coming here in 2012. This is the place they need to show it. I mean, you know, we, we, we Steve talked about it earlier. Can they step it up to the chase? I, I'm reluctant that they can, and the reason I say that is because if they had something waiting, it looks like to me that Casey Kane and Jeff Gordon need it now. They needed it a month ago. If, if they had something that, you know, waiting to get to the chase, I don't know where it's coming from. Those two teams needed to win a race to get in. So I'm just a little reluctant to think that they're going to be able to step it up. It just doesn't seem like they have the speed. Never count them out by any means. They've been the powerhouse without a doubt, but but haven't seen it. But think about the fact that there's been a target on his back and all of their backs for some time, and Gibbs has really come through. Here's Hendrick. What do they live? Only five laps of uh, the last seven races. Yeah. Crazy, crazy numbers. That could change. Absolutely. That's Mr. Smooth. Right on the verge, obviously. Hendrick Motorsports, we know that they have the personnel and the power to be able to get back to victory lane. It's just a matter of putting it all together. So you said you said Jimmy Johnson is, is Mr. Smooth. Who does he remind you of? Who else was that smooth? Oh, oh so, well, wait a minute. That's an unfair question because now I got to now I got to put the computer into the head. And go, go back about Mrs. Petty. I'll think about Smoot. it. We'll get back to it. Okay, Petty. All right. Here's your whole commercial. Pearson for two. Petty Pearson. Tail was just a terror. I mean, you. Could, <laughs> uh-uh. But so many that were so consistent and they learned it that you had to have poise because you're running against this racetrack. Yeah, you've got 42 competitors, but this racetrack, that guy right there. Now there's Mr. Smith. Kevin Harvick. So many second-place finishes already in the 2015 season, but again, he's the reigning champion of the Sprint Cup Series. And Ken Squire, we want to thank you for joining us up here. I know you've got to get ready for NASCAR America in about 45 minutes, so we're going to let you go. But we're looking so forward to you joining us on the broadcast on Sunday, so thank you. Very kind of you. Thank you.
quite a few of the teams. A lot of throwback menus, the concession stands, and advertisers with throwback logos. And there's one of the iconic Brad Keselowski driving that Miller Highlight number two, looking like Bobby Allison's pink scheme. And Brad Keselowski's teammate, Joey Legant, stand by with Dave Burns. There's a little bit of a retro paint scheme going here this weekend on his 22 car. And in the break, we were talking about the difficulty of assessing where you stand compared to the field at Darlington. How tough is it? <laughs> it's tough, but to tell you how fair it's if we, if we were here in a tent by ourselves, we'd feel like we're going to finish 40th. But uh, you can compare it to other cars. Someone else's car is not really bad as well. And uh, I feel like we stack up decent. I feel like we're a top five car in a speed charge. It just feels awful. So we'll, uh, you know, keep pushing along. We push the qualifying trim now and uh, see if we've got that. So as they put it in qualifying trim, I mean, you had the awful feeling race car in race trim. What do you expect in qualifying? Uh, it's got grip in qualifying trim, I would assume. Because it's got it for about three or four laps on new tires, even in race trim. So we'll be out there in new tires, obviously. And uh, the car will have a lot of grip then. So you can charge it hard for qualifying. And uh, because of the race time, you just got to have a different mentality. And Joey, took, he used his hand to describe it like a tenth more and a tenth more. Every lap they go out there, these things fall off, which is a good thing, Mike. Indeed, it is a good thing. Catching up now with Carl Edwards. Uh, Carl, you've had about a little bit uh, over two and a half hours of practice, close to three hours of practice. What have you learned about this slow downforce package so far? I'm a fan. I mean, it's so cool. We're, we're sliding around. The Goodyear tires are wearing out. The car changes a lot through a run. So trying to manage what's going to happen in the race is, is going to be really difficult. But it, it feels like the first time I came here, I think you're going to the whole run is going to be an adventure. You're going to put on tires. It's going to be completely different. And you're going to do that about ten times throughout the race. You know what I love about that answer? It's very analytical, much like a color analyst, which brings me to the next subject. I guess you'll be one of our teammates next week. We're excited to have you on board as one of our analysts next week in Richmond. Real excited to broadcast with NBCSN. The last time we were at Richmond, I sat on the box with Denny's high-sense team that won the race, and now I get to move up to the booth. It's going to be really fun to be up there with Lee and Dale Jarrett. I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be a good time. You're not going to be nervous, are you? No. Well, I mean, it's, it's fun. You get to sit up there and watch the race. I mean, it's the best seat in the house, so it'll be a lot of fun to be on NBC. I'm kidding, Rick, of course. Have you ever seen this guy nervous on TV? He'll be ready. Of course not. But he, he pretty much blows it off like it's not that big of a deal. You guys seem to be working your tails off up here. We just make it look hard. No, no. Okay. Wait, wait. How confusing. We make it look hard. Don't, don't, confuse, don't confuse with working hard with being nervous. Definitely work hard at it. Okay. Uh, you know, we're, we are, we, we, much like Carl Edwards, appreciate the opportunity to sit back and watch a guy like Jeff Gordon make laps at Darlington. But so much success here, so many wins. But, um, you know, we, we're going to talk about this all year. It sounds like a broken record, but the last Darlington race for Jeff Gordon, you know, he's announced at the end of this year that he's going to be done for full-time competition. So, I mean, this has got to be a place that has so many great memories for him that, you know, at some point, Jeff, as we narrow down the end of the season, it has to be starting to get emotional for Darlington. No question. I, and I think coming here, you know, because this track is so special and it's meant so much to him in his career. He's had a lot of great things happen, and this track is unique. I know that when I came here the first time, not racing, it was difficult. I came here last year and uh, with, with MWR, just kind of as, as an observer, and it was hard. I, I came through that tunnel, and I'm like, man, this is a race. You know, and it was, it was very, this was probably the hardest track coming that, that I knew I wasn't going to race. So I 
think Jeff probably feels the same way. And, and Steve mentioned that at the beginning of our first show. It was difficult for him to come here because of the history that he's had here. You were the crew chief back in 2007 for Dale, or excuse me, for Jeff Gordon when he won here at this racetrack. On Mother's Day, it rained out Saturday night, and we had to come in and race the next day. And, and we had an interesting pit decision to make. We see the steam coming out of the car. We, we didn't dare pit the car again because we thought it was going to blow up. We had rubber packed in the radiator, so we stayed on the racetrack. And who knew old tires could win it, darling? <laughs> Actually, no, no. Knew? We knew. We knew. Well, sure, we did. Sure, did. we did. Yeah. And, of course, paying respect to Jeff Gordon and his final race here at Darlington. Painted there just inside the apron. All the wins for Gordon in the 24. Again, seven times he has been able to find victory lane here at Darlington. The racetrack's so rich with tradition. The names of the drivers that have won at this track. Who's who of NASCAR? Right now, Denny Hamlin, Austin Dillon, Mark Trex Jr., Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick. All in the top five of our DraftKings top speeds.